Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Have you been on the side of Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and others, or on the side of Joe Rogan and Spotify? Uh, Joe Rogan uh, has reacted uh, quite well to all of this. He's offered a very measured and rational response in which he vowed to do his best to balance things out in the future on his show. He said he's a fan of Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and isn't mad at them for pulling their music from Spotify because of him. He actually shared a pretty funny story about Neil Young. He said um, he worked at an outdoor concert venue when he was a teenager and quit during a Neil Young show because fans started brawling and lighting bonfires. So he has a history a bit with Neil Young. Uh, Rogan said the goal of his podcast is to always have interesting conversations. He says, I don't want to just show the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions. He said, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better, it's having more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. He also is cool with Spotify putting disclaimers in front of his podcast like his uh, podcast like his that discuss potential uh, controversial topics. Yeah, some are asking, you know, did he really force, force, was it really forthcoming in making this statement or was he told by Spotify, listen, we got a $100 million contract with you uh, and our stock is tanking this week. We need you to, Could be a bit to of say both. something nice. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think um, he's, he's right in, in a sense that, you know, having uh, fair and balanced was how he's really started his his podcast mm. and and... and Listen, has been a voice to many. He's got that uh, following and that money because of the following he had and the, and the success of his podcast. And, it, you know, more power to him. But as of late, you know, his po- podcast has tended to drift more towards that, you know, right Trump uh, mega crowd. Mm. And, and just in the way that he even approaches his guests, he may have he's had guests from both sides. It's just, you know, he tends to be a little more argumentative. Uh, with with those on the left these days, yeah, I mean, really, his podcast started off like so many others. He was just talking with his friends. It was just right, celebrity yeah. chat, and now he's become more political and, and more, uh, I guess, in tune to the current events of the day, and spends more time on that rather than just gabbing with like David Spade about his right. you know upcoming. Concert and I mean, tour. listen, it's, it's I think it's natural to drift towards uh, you know your more vocal audience, mm. right? You know, it, you. You tend to, if, if it's what you get feedback from, you tend to want to feed it, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, he says, uh, I think this is interesting, he said he never planned for the Joe Rogan experience to get as huge as it did. He says, I never tried to do anything with this podcast other than just talk to people and have interesting conversations. I didn't plan it. I can't, I can't believe how successful it is. It was never really an idea that I had. Uh, the podcast started off as just effing around with my friends and having fun and talking, and then it became what it is today, which is like some out-of-control juggernaut that I barely have control of. It's a strange responsibility to have that many viewers and listeners, and it's nothing that I prepared for, and it's nothing I anticipated. It's a very good point, uh, and, and you know, the responsibility that comes with that platform, yeah. and, and we see it everywhere, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's it's happening all the time now. As you, as, as you get... Your movement or your show or whatever it may be gets some popular. Your opinion mm. gets some popularity behind it and some po- support behind it. You're kind of buoyed by yep. that. Your ego. And the ego kind of gets going. They, well, hang on. I, I really have some influence now. And you become yeah. an influencer. With that influencer status comes some responsibility with yeah, how you sure. use it.
it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. There's other artists who have. Uh, there's a lot of great memes of like bands nobody has ever heard of. Right. And there's yeah. the one about Yoko Ono threatens to put her music on Spotify. <laughs> I've seen Nickelback with that as well. <laughs> oh, poor Nickelback. But the one rumor I heard, it seems to have died down, so maybe it was wasn't a thing, just a rumor. But there was a story going around o- over the weekend that um, that the Foo Fighters were talking about pulling their music from Spotify. Right, I don't over think it. that was a no. That's died down now. So. I couldn't imagine. I mean, uh, for, for rock music, I'm sure the Foo Fighters have to be way up on Spotify's list of most spins, you would think. Mm. So that would be a big slap in the face. And I guess there's other, you know, there's Apple Music and other places where people can go to. There's some smaller ones that are really making the push now to say, hey, you can get Neil Young gear. <laughs> yeah. He's over here. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that big old meanie Spotify. He's right here with us. Phrases and sayings that are going extinct, things we used to say that anybody under the age of 50 either has never used or never even heard of. Oh, okay. For example, uh, if you say, pardon my French, to a young person, they might actually think you speak French. (laughs) (laughs) A poll in England looked at old sayings that are going extinct, and that's one of them. That's great. Yeah. Uh, a flash in the pan is another one. Okay. If you don't know what a flash in the pan means, it's like your 15 minutes of fame. Right. You know, you're, you're a flash in the pan. You're there and gone. Dead as a doornail, which never really made a whole lot of sense anyhow. Right, yeah. It just means you're over. You're finished. Yeah. Beating a dead horse. <laughs> See, we're all very... We all do it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now. More Holy than ever. Cow. Yeah. Pull the pony. Uh, beating a dead horse, meaning you, you don't let things go. Yeah. You can't get over something. Well, PETA will be happy with that. Yeah. Toe the line. Okay. Again, keep, keep in line. Right. For people under 50, they don't understand what that means. Oh, well, because they don't do it. No, <laughs> there's no, no line to tow anymore. No, we're not towing any line. We're do, all towing different lines. Everyone's doing what they do. Yeah. Drop someone a line. That's okay. A, like send a letter. That, right. That would have been back then. Snail mail and such. Well, because there were actual lines that you had to use to do such things, like telephone lines. Right. As well. Right lines. <laughs> Steal my thunder. All right. You know, when you take away from somebody, take them out of the spotlight of something. Be there or be square. Now that's wow. going way back. Yeah, the, uh, the be square part for sure. Means you're not cool if you're not part of something. Put a sock in it. Quieten oh. up. Shut up. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't tell people to do that anymore. Cool as a cucumber. All right. Raining cats and dogs. And I stepped in a poodle. <laughs> no, now it's just climate change. <laughs> right. <laughs> Selling like hotcakes. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. There are phrases, too, that uh, I particularly don't want to hear ever again. Things like, uh, well, according to Joe Rogan. Right. <laughs> I don't need to hear that. <laughs> I do my own research. Thank you. Oh, The word research. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> oh, my God, you haven't played Wordle? Right. <laughs> you're, you're tired of that already? Yeah, I'm tired of that already. We'll talk about Wordle because the guy who invented it isn't tired of it. No. He's tired of cash and checks. Yeah. You should check out my podcast. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, really is something. I, yeah. you know, I taught for a few years in, in, at the college level in radio, and, and right away, people, you know, some of the students had no interest whatsoever in, in being on the radio. No. They wanted a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, and, well, you look at the successful ones, and yes, there are a few, but behind that are millions mm-hmm. of people just sharing their thoughts 
assuming someone wants to hear them. Yeah, podcasts are... Uh it's an interesting thing. I know my my oldest son is a big fan of them. listens listens a lot. I have a couple that I listen to, but it is one of those things where when I'm at home, like because because they're all on YouTube, you can find them anywhere through Spotify and stuff, and you can put them on your you know your home stereos. And but I, I rarely do just to have like spoken word content in the background. Right, uh, seems a tad boring. Now maybe it might be something I would listen to when I start working out, as I which I will. Yeah. Oh, do. <laughs> I need a five-minute podcast. Five minutes. <laughs> and I was, uh, I was uh, glad to see uh, Trudeau kind of really taking a stand yesterday. Uh, I think that it's probably uh, important for him to speak the way he did. Although, as much as he tries to be the tough guy, he'll never be Clint Eastwood. There's no, <laughs> like, you just don't buy it off of him, you know? His dad would have been on the steps of Parliament giving everyone the finger yeah. right back. But then he would have gone inside and had sex with Barbara Streisand oh. again. <laughs> Well, his uh, mother was having sex with Mick Jagger and the rest of the Rolling Stones. But, uh, yeah, he's just, he just doesn't have that in, in his personality. You know, even going back to 9-11, of course, you look back now and realize how horribly it went wrong going to war and all of that. But even at 9-11 with Bush, he really kind of came across as a tough guy, and, and I bought into it, you know, at the time. But you just feel like Trudeau, you know, he popped up yesterday like a groundhog, and he <laughs> got scared the minute he saw his shadow. But anyhow, he uh, took his stance and says he will not speak to anybody uh, involved with that uh, with that convoy. So. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, listen, he pulled the punches that I think everyone was expecting him to pull. I don't, I don't think people were really expecting him to get get to the front steps and and meet right. uh, a, a convoy of angry people. And mm. and you know, most of them, even the ones who weren't taking part in the really bad rhetoric, in a small minority who who were doing that. Um, you know, the ones who were being peaceful still wanted him, you know, effed, <laughs> literally. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Right there uh, on Parliament Hill. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, 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 I'm not surprised in the least that he was, uh, you know, not going to meet with them. The problem with kind of standing up and taking that stance is, okay, it's good for him politically with those who side with him and are tired of all of this, but it does put yet another... Uh, divide right. in this country because now the people who oppose it all are going to be more upset with them. Right? Yeah, you know, there's that there is a, there is certainly that divide. But I guess he's looking at the f- fact that he's gotten you know almost ninety percent of people vaccinated mm. uh, and uh, or at least one shot in them, thinking, okay, well they they side with me a bit. Yeah, right. So if, if those are the numbers, and everyone's you know picking their numbers to to suit their own fantasy on this one. Uh, this would be an interesting conversation for you to share over dinner tonight with your uh, spouse or serious relationship, someone you're uh, committed to. Should you share passwords for your phone? Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you're going to start bringing this one up, it could get spicy. Someone polled 20,000 people to find out what the consensus is, and most people think you shouldn't have to share it. Right. Which I, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Because I, I think... Like, if the lovely Maria, like, I, I know her password, but I think she changes it every time she gives it to me. But I, uh, I, I would be, and I'm not suspicious, or I'm, I, I don't have concerns that there's, you know, yeah. she's hiding something, but why wouldn't you? I think the wording is, is, is very key on this one. You know, you shouldn't need to share it, mm. you know, versus you shouldn't have to share it. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, if if your spouse really wants to know, you should probably open it up and say, "Listen, I'm an open book. If I got mm. nothing to hide, you got mm-hmm. nothing to hide." But that being said, your spouse probably shouldn't need 
to have that conversation with you either. Yeah, and, and really, beyond checking up on them, what reason is there for you to... Well, <laughs> no, you can't mo- have today's Wordle. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how it works. Yeah, and look, you know, uh, certainly if you were to, I think, pop into your spouse's uh, phone and start looking at their text... You could construe things, you know, you could... Oh, yeah. Take things out of context? Oh, totally. Like, <laughs> like you know... So, what do you mean, hi? Yeah. <laughs> caps, all caps. Or, you know, I, I'm very guilty of calling almost everybody in my life sweetie at some point. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm texting and... I'm, Boy, you called Doug and Lucky sweetie a lot. What's going on there? But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably... I think it's... Good for you to say yes. Of course, you can have my password. I got, I got nothing to. Right, but I, it's just I don't know. Uh, people under thirty five are more likely to have an issue with not sharing passwords. Okay, people under really, yeah. They're more maybe suspect, or they're more not trusting, or well, I mean, listen, a, a lot of those relationships in reality probably started online right. through a phone, right? right? Yeah. So uh, I could see that there might be a little suspicion as to whether or not did you cancel that app right. now that we're together? Or are you still talking to other people through that service? Are you still on Tinder? Yeah. This isn't shocking. Men a little more likely to say passwords should be private. <laughs> we're just dirty, dirty birdies. Here's how I handle it in my personal life. Of course, Maria has my password. I just have shoebox fulls of burner phones. Right. So I'm good to go with all my lady friends and my hiders at any time. This uh, couple just started dating recently. So I don't know if the guy is technically cheating or just playing the field. But a woman uh, drives for Uber as a side gig. And she shared a, a story that's now going viral. Because she caught her guy with another woman after she picked them up while they were on a date. Wow. She asked if he wanted to hang out last Friday, but he said he was busy with a buddy. So she said cool and decided to Uber that night instead to make some extra money. Right. A few hours later, she stopped to pick up her next passenger, and it turned out to be him with another woman. I don't know. I I might call BS on this one. Only because when you order an Uber, Mm. it tells you who your driver is. Ah, but it was the woman who ordered the Uber. Oh. So it was done on her phone. Right. Otherwise, you are correct. He would have realized and canceled. Yeah. She uh, says... He didn't say to her... Hey, who's our driver? Or well, I guess I guess it never occurred to him that probably it, co- not. it could happen. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, he must. Maybe he. Maybe they've been dating so little that maybe he doesn't even know she drives Uber as a side gig, or right. didn't even think. Because she asked him, "Are you free Friday night?" So he probably thought she just went out and did something else. Perhaps in the end, she's probably glad this happened. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this isn't the one. Maybe not. She says uh, he didn't know it was her until they locked eyes in the rearview mirror. <laughs> oh, then they didn't even address it. He just stayed quiet the entire ride. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> They talked later, and he told her the other woman was just a friend. Uh, right. She found out from someone else that it was actually his ex. Oh, wow. They eventually hashed it out, and he apologized. It's not clear if she plans to keep dating him or not. Oh, man. Where's Biz Marquee when you need him? Oh, baby, you got what I need. Would you say he's just a friend? 
one of the big things that has burst onto the uh, onto your phone or computer over the last few months has been uh, Wordle. Uh, it just seems like everybody's playing it. I'm glad I never got on it because I always thought it was pronounced Wordly. And I, <laughs> hey, did you play Wordly? And people go, you don't even know how to say the damn game right, the name. <laughs> You're never going to get the word. No, not even close. Anyhow, it's Wordle. And uh, a guy named Josh Wordle launched the game in October. He's a software engineer out of Brooklyn. And he originally made it just for his girlfriend because she loves word games so much. And him doing that kind gesture for her has now earned him low seven figures because New York uh, Times has bought it for him in the millions of dollars. That's crazy. Just yeah. takes an idea yep. uh, and a little bit of knowledge and follow through. Yep. Because it always has taken that. Yes. <laughs> remember I had that idea for that that Lappy Appy for the strippers? Right, yes. That yes. never took off. No. It was a great idea and where you could have uh, strippers get their tips right out of your account. Right. With having it, but, but it would show up as a block like children's charity thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better now. No touching. You know, we don't want to touch. It True. even makes more sense now. I got to uh-huh. bring that lappy appy back. <laughs> and I, too, could be like Josh Ward. And again, a little knowledge and follow through. Right. Maybe you can. Right? Yeah. yeah. Now, are you a fan? Do you play a Wordle at uh, home? No, we tried it once. Uh, and, and I don't know if I got the, the same. Maybe I got Wordly. <laughs> maybe that was the problem. Because it doesn't seem to be what everyone's posting pictures of. Right. And now it's to the point where so many people are posting pictures of things, it's starting to get a little annoying. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, out of spite, I might not. Now, okay, I've never played it. Uh, you've tried it. Can you explain it for those who don't understand No, I it? can't explain. So, uh, it's about well, finding words. Well, like, you yeah, get, doesn't everybody get word. the same word every day? Like, anybody that's playing it gets whatever the word is, and you got to so, like it's a five-letter word. Is that the deal, or it, it could seems be? to be? Yes. Okay. They're going to run out of five-letter words, aren't they? <laughs> well, they couldn't make it four-letter ones, or no. else it would have got a little lopsided. That would have been too easy. Well, that's on a game called Loodle. Right. Loodle. Yes, we Loodle. learned Loodle. about that yeah. too. I'll, I'll download that today for sure. But yeah, I, I guess you know it is said like crosswords, any of those uh, Sudoku, all of those things are good for your for your brain. It's good brain exercise. Uh, I know a lot of people play them every day just for that aspect. But, yeah, I know it's not really. Plus, for me, I'm, you know, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box. It would just make me feel worse about myself. <laughs> and everybody else is getting the word, and I can't figure it out. You're asking for Wordle help every day. Now, you might have to sign up at some point for the New York Times and start paying into it because it's free right now. But at some point, they're going to have it in, mixed in with all their other games, and you'll probably have to pay to use yeah, it. Yeah, right now, they said... Uh, they'll, they're not changing it at all and will remain free. Mm. But, yeah, we'll see. Time will tell on that. Now, it just It's amazing, right? Like the money. I guess, I guess New York Times will uh, attach advertisers to it. They'll make money there. But they hand this guy uh, millions of dollars. I don't know what a New York Times subscription is, but it's probably not a lot. It's, you know, some of these things are a couple of bucks a month or right. whatever they charge you. You gotta have a lot of subscriptions to make back all that money. Well, no, but it, now they control the ads associated with it, uh, right? Yes, that too. So you know the advertising that happens on that app, and you've got you know millions playing it, yeah, you're crazy, and and every day millions more adding to it as well. Right, right. And all of a sudden that ad revenue, it, it pays off. Watch this poor Joshua Wardle. He made this game for his girlfriend. Now he's got a She'll take it. She'll bail. <laughs> I got a final got a word. <laughs> rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.